championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Happy you joined us tonight here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Very, very happy to have you with us tonight. I know you've got all kinds of entertainment options. You could be Watching preseason football, snore. Yeah, that's boring. Uh, the 49ers are losing to the San Diego. Ch- Who cares? It's preseason football. Then they all kneel during half the, during the anthem anyway, probably. But we're glad to have you with us tonight. If you'd like to call, our studio lines are open. You can reach us, 316-869-1330, by email at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook at The John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. Love to hear from you. I, I really enjoy the opportunities when I get feedback on Facebook and messages. I, I get them all the time. Emails. I really appreciate it. It's great to hear from folks. So appreciate the comments and the feedback. Keep them coming. Tonight, we have a, a really uh, a fantastic lineup for you this evening. Uh, Tom Amenta, who's a, a former U.S. Army Ranger who enlisted against his family's wishes in the, in the Army on his 18th birthday, served for five years as a member of the 75th Ranger Regiment, including two combat tours in uh, support of Operation Enduring Freedom, served in Afghanistan. He's going to join us coming up here in the second hour to discuss you know, basically whether America's 20-year war in Afghanistan was worth the cost. Uh, I'm really looking forward to talking with him. I, I'm sure it's going to be fascinating Speaker of the Kansas House Ron Reichman will be with us coming up at 7.30 to talk about how Governor Kelly appears to be spending millions of dollars illegally, money that wasn't authorized by the legislature in direct violation of Kansas law. David Rubin, we've had him on the show before. He is the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, and he will be with us live from Shiloh, Israel, to discuss the hasty humiliating, embarrassing retreat from Afghanistan, and whether or not it could be handled differently. And and trust me, the folks in Israel, they know about waging war in the Middle East. They have a constant state of war. Uh, I'm sure David David Rubin will be able to give us some some fascinating insights into that situation. And Michael Austin will be with us to discuss election integrity and some of the financial situations that have just been plaguing the state for the last few years. And we're going to discuss with uh, our friend, Dr. Roger Klein, a former advisor to HHS, the FDA, and the CDC, how Dr. Fraudji has completely lost all public credibility. So we've got a loaded lineup for you. And of course, we'll take your calls at 745 and 845 if we can on 316-869-1330. So we've got a loaded lineup. And you know, uh, it's been an interesting week. It's been a sad week for if you're a patriot. 
It's been humiliating and embarrassing one for the United States, frankly. Our feckless, absent-minded president and his incompetent handlers have completely bungled the situation in Afghanistan, so much so that in the matter of a weekend, the situation went from an organized withdrawal to a chaotic retreat with our tail tucked between our legs. That's literally how fast the the situation turned. And Joe Biden was completely unprepared. His administration had no clue what was going on, and that shows. And he doesn't even know how many Americans are left in Afghanistan or where they are, what they're doing. He's got his head up his proverbial, well, vacation. And, And it's something that should have been part of a plan from the beginning, but sadly, he doesn't seem to have had a plan. The evacuation has been worse than his policies, and the communication from the White House has been worse than the evacuation. It's just a total cluster. It's a debacle. It's just, there's no other way to put it. Meanwhile, the, the Taliban, because apparently Joe Biden doesn't know how to pronounce Taliban, the Taliban, as as you know, feckless Joe, dementia Joe calls them, the Taliban now control 75,000 vehicles, 200 aircraft, 600,000 weapons, thousands of pieces of advanced military gear, including body armor and night vision goggles, and over $85 million in taxpayer funding. This is all U.S. military equipment and finances that they've been able to confiscate that we just left for them. I would think that turning over billions of dollars worth of equipment, $250 million worth of helicopters with top-secret software in them to an enemy of the United States should result in impeachment. But, of course, this Congress would rather impeach presidents for their mean tweets because that's what's important to these idiots up in Washington, D.C. And now this morning, in an interview with CBS's Face the Nation, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, what a tool this guy is, admitted the Biden administration has to ask the Taliban for permission to evacuate American citizens from Afghanistan. The president said that we have an agreement with the Taliban. Mr. Secretary, that implies we are negotiating with them. Does that not confer upon them already legitimacy? No, we have, uh, we've had for a long time uh, contact with the Taliban, both at a a political level uh, in Doha, uh, going back, uh, going back some years, as well as now on the ground uh, in Kabul, a working relationship in order to deconflict, in order to work through uh, any problems with people getting to the airport. Someone in our audience might listen to you, Mr. Secretary, and say, oh, so we have to ask the Taliban for permission for American citizens to leave. True or not true? They, they are in control of Kabul. That is the reality. Uh, that's the reality uh, that, uh, that we have to deal with. How comfortable are you with mission- that, Mr. Secretary? Um, my, what I'm, what I'm uh, focused on, uh, what we're all focused on, is getting people out and making sure that we're doing everything possible to do that and in this case, uh, it uh, is, I think, a requirement of the job uh, to be in contact with, uh, with the Taliban, which controls Kabul. 
uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 this guy sounds like he's taking a dump. I mean, seriously, and he is. He's he's taking a dump on the American flag is what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, not only did he confirm that we are negotiating with terrorists, but since when does the American government have to ask permission of anyone to evacuate our own citizens? Oh, wait, that's right, since we gave them advanced military technology. That's why we have to ask permission, because if we don't, they'll shoot us with our own helicopters. This administration is so incompetent, and I haven't even begun to address the humanitarian crisis unfolding at the airport. Here's CNN's Clarissa Ward on the scene at the Kabul airport. Well, we've been here about eight hours. I have to say, John, the most intense part was getting into the airport itself. I mean, these were scenes that I'll never forget. Pushing, pushing, people just... And we went to a gate that had far fewer people uh, than most of them. But still, it was just heartbreaking. People pushing, scrambling, crying, screaming, children uh, crying out. Uh, it, it really was an awful, awful scene. And then from there, you go into the process. And honestly, for, for most Afghans, it could take more than a day. You know, in the hot, hot sun, there were families, there were babies. At one stage, a newborn baby was brought through quickly on a military vehicle. It zipped past us, and we went and chased after and the soldier told us that the baby had dehydrated and was suffering from some kind of a sunstroke. You know, just an old scene. And you, and you think to yourself, these are the lucky ones. These are the people who are able to get in. Even once you get in through that first gate, there are so many checkpoints. There are hours and hours, if not days, of waiting. And then I have to say as well, we saw a lot of people getting turned away. People telling us awful stories of being separated from their families, being crushed. I spoke to one soldier who said that a woman has been trampled almost to death uh, yesterday night. Another one told me exactly what you just mentioned about the baby. Babies being thrown over the razor wire because to avoid them getting crushed and to try to get them out safely. And let's not forget the toll that this is taking on the soldiers who are having to see the human suffering the crisis that is unfolding around them, they're having to do double duty as, as guards and processing all of these folks who are trying to get to safety, knowing they're powerless to do anything about it, well aware that at any moment the Taliban or their Al-Qaeda allies may decide this is a good time to attack America, and also knowing they have a weak and feckless leader back home in the U.S. I spoke to another British soldier who broke down while I was talking to him, just broke down. He said, I've done two deployments in Helmand province. I got more PTSD from the last week than from either of those two deployments. I mean, the scenes here are intense, and it's, it's, not, it's not anything that most of these soldiers are used to or experienced with or prepared for. And, and that's what's making it just very, very hard on them as well. Can you imagine, just imagine how President Donald Trump would have responded to this situation, or George W. Bush, or Ronald Reagan, 
or giving them credit, I, I think even Bill Clinton or even Obama would have handled this better. I guarantee you it would not have been in the weak, pathetic way that Joe Biden has. When the French are taking more bold military action to protect their citizens than we are, you know there's something wrong at the White House. Our American military men and women willingly gave limbs, lives, and eternal peace for this war. American taxpayers have paid trillions of dollars to build up the Afghan government to try and protect that nation from falling into the hands of animals, and Joe Biden couldn't even give them the dignity of quitting with honor. Joe Biden is so tone deaf, so clueless, he thinks everybody approves of his actions. Here's another statement that the president made that was flat wrong. Take a look. I have seen no question of our credibility from our allies around the world. I've got the exact opposite thing is we're acting with dispatch. We're acting, committing to what we said we would do. And here is the chairman of the British Parliament's Foreign Affairs Committee. To see their commander-in-chief call into question the courage of men I fought with, to claim that they ran, it's shameful. Those who have never fought for the colors they fly should be careful about criticizing those who have. Mr. Secretary, does the president not know what's going on? This is an incredibly emotional time uh, for, for many of us. Oh. It's an incredibly emotional time for them. You know what's an incredibly emotional time? It's for the tens of thousands of Americans and Afghanis stranded by your administration, you putz. And just this afternoon, during yet another highly scripted press conference, President Biden claimed there was, quote, no way to evacuate Americans for Kabul without pain and loss. How is that supposed to reassure stranded Americans and our allies who are relying on us to bring them home? This president is a disaster. How's Biden's build back better policy working for us now? My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew We'll be taking your calls at 745, but coming up during the after the break, David Rubin, the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, will be with us from Shiloh to discuss the hasty, humiliating retreat that we're witnessing in Afghanistan. Ugh, it's just disgusting. You're listening to John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We'll be back right after this.